Hey gamers and podcast listeners, this is your boy Trey Turpin, the host of the Gamers Anonymous podcast presented by Finesse Kings Gaming. If you're addicted to all things video games, then you're in the right place. So make sure to subscribe and follow The Gap on all major podcast services so you do not miss a session. Also, go ahead and follow and like the Gamers Anonymous podcast Facebook page. Remember, admitting you have an addiction is the very first step. Yay! hey what's going on podcast listeners and gamers of course you already know this is your host trey turpin welcome to the gamers anonymous podcast where you can satisfy your cravings or obsession of all things related to video games this episode is episode 21 and today is actually sunday november the 13th once again i'm here with my brother shane turpin what's going on bro what's going on bro man glad to be back doing another podcast man yes sir thank you for joining me today i got a lot of talk about i know i say that every episode but definitely it's been a while since we last did a podcast so we have some things to discuss um so of course first of all i just want to thank everyone for checking out this episode and as always we have a special one for you guys so uh, before we go ahead and jump into it we're going to talk a little bit about the next gen consoles that's um that actually launched about a month ago um as you know i actually got my hands on both so i can talk to you guys about uh, my experiences with the ps5 and the xbox series x so we're going to talk about that we're also going to talk about the game awards that happened just a couple days ago a lot of big surprises happened that night um and also we'll talk a little bit about the comments of the xbox cfo stating that he wants the bethesda games to either be first play better or best on xbox so definitely stay tuned all right but of course you know um before we actually start off with with uh those topics we like to discuss you know what we've been up to so i'm gonna start with shane um like I said, it's been about a month or so since the last podcast. Um, oh, somebody getting blown up. Spam, my bad. <laughs> You're good. Um, of course, as I was as I was saying, what you been up to this past month or so, bro? Let them know. Man, honestly, man, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I haven't really been playing too much, but uh, mostly I've been focused on, I've been playing a lot of free games, a lot of older titles, uh, you know, the pocket's kind of been strapped for cash, so I haven't been able to invest in none of the uh, recent games that's come out, so I've just been playing a lot of free stuff and whatnot, and, uh, but here lately I've been uh, really playing this, uh, actually I think it's an Xbox game, I believe, so 360 maybe, I, I, I don't know, but I can't really remember but i know it's uh it's called origami and uh, right at first i downloaded it you know i was like oh it looks okay i might like it you know but i started playing it man i actually kind of like it it's kind of like i'm surprised i've never heard of this game um like because it's definitely the type of game i like you know, it's like a sneaker like sneak around type type game but it's like you're a ninja you know and you got like you know different little powers and stuff you can use but it's more like a 
one of the ones where you gotta hide in the shadows and avoid the guards and stuff like that. So I'm actually really enjoying it. Uh, I'm probably, I believe there's 13 chapters in the game, and I believe I I, I just completed chapter 10. I'm on chapter 11. So uh, okay, now you're about to complete it. Yeah, I should be completing that real soon. Okay, and that that game was actually for uh, Games with Gold on Xbox, right? Yeah, yeah, it was actually Games with Gold. So it was a little free title I got. And actually, I feel like uh, you know the Games with Gold is kind of a slack, and I feel like here lately. <laughs> oh yeah, know? big time, big time. But uh, I was actually surprised about this one, you know. Like, yeah, like now that you said that, like I also believe, like like a lot of people believe that they've been slacking, but I think it's just because it's not been a lot of like AAA big titles like Sony's been putting out for their monthly games, free games with their service. But I think it's like been smaller games. Like, like you said, that origami, it surprised you. Like, and it, I definitely want to check it out now from what you, the little bit you were telling me about it definitely sounds like worth a playthrough. Mm-hmm. Okay. But was there any other game that you were playing? Uh, I had started playing that uh, Star Wars that was on Game Pass, but as you know, my Game Pass has expired, and uh, I'm trying to do a little uh, workaround where I can get three years free, so Mm -hmm. uh, I've already bought one one year of uh, gold, that's why I've only been playing the free gold games, but uh, I'm actually, this Friday, I'm going to actually buy two more years, and then I'm going to try to upgrade them to ultimate so you know i'll be pretty much getting ultimate for a hundred be like with 180 dollars plus the initial fee to uh of ultimate so say about almost 200 bucks for three years of game pass ultimate you know what i mean so it's like the price of one year for three so yeah uh, you know i definitely have to jump up on that offer because you know i feel like uh ultimate is definitely going to be a smash yeah, these next two years, you know, with all oh, yeah. play titles dropping and everything that's coming to ultimate, you know, in the future. Exactly. So, so for people that do not know, of course, Shane is talking about the deal that they started. I want to say last summer, where you yeah. can pretty much have up to thirty-six months of gold, and then if you buy one month of ultimate. It uh, pretty much credits you for the whole, it upgrades you for the up to 36 months of Ultimate. And a year's worth of Ultimate, I believe, what, it was like $180, uh, what you were just saying. Yes. Um, so you're saving a lot of money. You're pretty much paying $15 for three years of Ultimate if you go ahead and pay what it's like $60 for a year if you pay $120. Yeah. So you're paying $135 for three years. You know, so did you want to, well, I I think I already explained it. I was going to say, did you want to let them know what you were trying to do so they might be able to capitalize on this hookup as well? Well, as you all may know, Microsoft actually stopped selling the uh, year of uh, gold on their, start on their, uh, like on the console and whatnot. You can only purchase the, the, what is the monthly like, or the three month, which is like the month is like nine ninety nine, and then the three month is uh, I think it's twenty four ninety nine or twenty five ninety nine, one of the two. Yeah. But uh, so they stopped selling that. But I and in most stores you, you can't find 
the year of gold, which we all know a year of gold used to be $60. So, yep. uh, like, uh, you can't really find them in any stores, but I have found one store that's still carrying the year of gold for $60. And, uh, at first, when I first tried to do it, uh, where I had ultimate already, it was trying to convert my year. My, it was trying to convert my $60 into six months. I mean, th four months of ultimate, which would have been the same price as if I paid for ultimate normally. But, uh, yeah. So he was trying to convert the $60 into four months of Game Pass Ultimate, which was, you know, it was my money's worth. But I, I just, you know, me being the type of person I am, I'm like, you know, there's got to be a workaround. If they're still, you know, honoring this special that they've had, um, then, uh, you know, there's got to be a way I can, you know, finesse the system and be able to do so. So Exactly. I, uh, so I, uh, I found the year or whatever. And then, like I said, I tried to do it. But uh, where I had Ultimate already, it wouldn't let me actually just apply the 12 months of gold. So what I did is I had to cancel my subscription. I had to let my, after I canceled it, I had to let my Ultimate expire. So I had to wait like how many ever days I had left. It was like 14, 15 days left. And after, after it fully expired, when I went to add the gear, it actually added the whole 12 months of what I paid for of the gold. So... I'm hoping, you know, I can go back and do that again with two more cards and then I should be able to purchase uh, a month of Game Pass Ultimate and it should convert everything to the uh, to Ultimate. So, yeah. So you guys, you hear that, right? So they're still pretty much doing the promotion. Yeah. If he's pretty much telling you if you already have Ultimate or whatever, just let it run out. And make sure auto pay isn't on. And when that when it does that, then go ahead and stock up on gold and then re-sign up for Ultimate oh, for you, one month. But you have to cancel your subscription. If you don't cancel your subscription, it'll automatically try to charge you for Ultimate again. And because I, I had this problem at first where I didn't cancel it and I didn't receive gold, but for some reason it kept trying to tell me I owed I owed Xbox like 15 like i owed them for a month like it wouldn't let me just buy gold it was like no you have to buy the ultimate so i had to cancel it first so you have to make sure you cancel it in order right. to be able to take advantage of this okay and for people who so it's pretty much just let it run out and then it's like you never had it and you can do this and of course for people that are new to the ecosystem or to game pass ultimate this is like i said go ahead get three years worth of gold if you can the cheapest way is to find three years worth um but of course if you can't then it looks like you might have to do like the three months and you might pay a little bit more but i would good shane said he found his at like a walmart or something like that so i would just check your local stores or anything and see if you can find those year cards for sixty dollars buy three of them which will be 120 and then for new customers right now they have a promotion going on where you get three months of ultimate for a dollar so you'll just pay 121 dollars for three years of ultimate no well, you actually would be, uh, be 181 total. one mm, 181 yeah because you'd pay for the three months of oh yeah yeah and then the dollar to start the ultimate 
Oh yeah, yeah. My math was all wrong. Yes, it's one hundred and eighty dollars for three years. Yeah, I'm glad you caught that. I don't want people to be like, shoot. Trey told me it was $120. Like, nah, don't get mad at me because my math was a little off. So not a little, a lot, really. But yeah. So, All right. So, yeah. So hopefully you guys, I'm going to work with that. I think my ultimate ends in February. Um, so that's when I'm actually going to go ahead and try to do that. Hopefully they're still running it, which I hope by then they, they are because they're trying to get people into this ecosystem. The more people they have, the more partners they can develop with and add more games to the service. So they want their numbers to look good. So right now they're willing to eat the cost of, you know, bringing in new subscribers and it works because I'm dreading my ultimate for ending. Like I want, I'm like, man, I got, I'm going to have to continue to pay for it because it's such a good service. It like, when it's gone, you're going to be upset. Like Shane was saying right now, money might be a little tight because it's the holidays. It's expected, but at least you might not be able to buy those $60 games right now. Well, you have at least over a hundred to 200 games on game pass right now that you're paying for what one fourth, the price of a new game. Right, and uh, let me just say that uh, when my ultimate ended, I definitely realized how valuable the service was because, man, I, it was so many games when I was playing, and it was so many games that were going to come out on there that I wanted to play. Like now, I believe that new control is on there. Not new, but, you know, the control games yeah. on there. Uh, you know, yeah. I wanted to check that out. I was playing that – I started playing that Star Wars, which was on ultimate. I can't no, I can't longer play, no longer play it because I only have gold. So, you know, I definitely, you know, was definitely using it. So, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind if I had to to keep paying the $15 a month. It's definitely well worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so definitely. Okay. So, yeah, hopefully, like I said, go ahead and take advantage of that deal. Because so I'm going to go ahead and tell you all what I've been up to. Uh, just piggybacking off of what Shane was saying. I, I actually started playing that Star Wars and the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, I've been playing that and I knew, like, I, I've seen the praise that it got. And I know our other co-host, Tommy, he actually purchased it and we're game sharing. So even if I don't have Ultimate, I can still play it. Um, but he he played it and he beat it and he said it was a good game. So I'm playing it and that's what I've been mainly focusing on now. It's like it's addictive. Um, I didn't realize I've seen another Twitter user. He's been saying that he's been comparing it to like a Dark Souls game or Bloodborne or uh, if you've played that franchise or that series or those type of games. It kind of reminds you of that because you just can't save when you want to. You got to find your save point. And when you do save or when you do heal yourself or or even die and you load up back to that save, the enemies come back. So you got to fight those same enemies again until you find another save point. And that's something that the Dark Souls franchise was doing. So it kind of reminds me of that. It's kind of a little bit of skill. I didn't put it on normal. I put it on like the one before normal or a little bit harder than normal just to give me a little challenge um so it's definitely been giving me a challenge i you know i'm used to button mash and i actually gotta be precise you know hit attack twice and then mm -hmm. hold the block button so they can you know i actually have to it's like i said it's like playing a dark souls game 
So I've been really enjoying that game. Um, I've also been playing uh, the Call of Duty Cold War, the multiplayer. I'm excited for the season one of their version of Warzone. Um, so I'm excited for that, which is dropping December 16th uh, with a new map uh, for Warzone and uh, maps for multiplayer and everything. Um, and I've also been playing, I, I put a pause on that Gears Tactics. I was playing that very heavily. I completed Act One. So I like to, if I do stop playing a game, I like to do it like in chapters. Like I know if I'm doing one chapter or one act, I go ahead and finish it. And then before, if I do take a break, I know it's like, okay, I'm not in the middle of something. So, um, but Gears Tactics is a very good game. I love the XCOM tactical type shooter games. Uh, so yeah, I've been playing that. Uh, and yeah, man, I just been family came. My, my mom is here with me right now. Um, she's here to spend the holidays with us. Um, uh, as you guys know, my son, he's a Christmas baby. So, um, everyone, everyone wants to be here for his first birthday. Um, so it's just been crazy here recently, just trying to get everything, uh, put together and make sure we pick up our family members and bring them to the house so we can enjoy these holidays. So hopefully you guys are doing good. Uh, you know, you guys are, hopefully uh, everything is panning out because with everything going on that you're able to have uh good holidays this holiday season and uh definitely thankful to go ahead and be done with 2020 and start anew with 2021 so so that's all um that's what i've been up to so uh shane did you have anything else to mention before we go ahead and uh, start talking about what the gamers really want to hear uh, nah, only thing I would like to say is that I've, I've also been, uh, you know, trying to play all my games on the hardest, either the hardest level or just more uh, harder than normal just to give myself a challenge. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's been, it's been quite interesting. You know, a lot of games have been kind of frustrating because like, like I said, that origami game I've been playing, uh, I've been playing on the hardest level. And, uh, if I get hit one time, I die, like. So it's like, you know, it just makes the game more interesting. Uh, but right. other than that, even even on the Star Wars, I think I put it on, I mean, yeah, I put it on the same uh, difficulty you did. Not the hardest, mm -hmm. but the one right before it. So, uh, but uh, it was definitely making the game a lot harder. But uh, I've been, I've been enjoying it, man. I've been enjoying it. But other than that, man, uh, that's it. Okay. Okay, definitely. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the first main topic. All right. So the first topic that we're going to go ahead and talk about, uh, I've been wanting to discuss this with you guys for the longest to let you guys know my thoughts and everything. But we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about the next gen consoles. Well, I wouldn't even call it next gen current gen now because they're out uh, we're going to talk about the new generation of the xbox and the playstation consoles so as you guys know um i went ahead and i was able to reserve my copy or i wouldn't say copy i was able to reserve a xbox series x and i was able to wait in line which is a crazy story i'll definitely uh tell you guys this in a in a minute but I was able to wait in line for the PlayStation 5 and I was able to secure that one. So 
I've actually had these consoles in my home for over a month now. Um, and let me tell you, there has been some issues, nothing major. It was common issues that a lot of people are having with their consoles that it seems like those issues have actually been resolved within the last couple weeks or so. So um, let me go ahead and give you guys a little bit of information on everything. So um, I've seen this tweeted out. I tried searching it for you guys. I wanted to make sure I was giving you guys correct information. So don't quote me on this, but I've seen this tweeted and it was so important that I went ahead and decided to put it in the notes. And for some reason, I can't find any tweets about it anymore. But Microsoft sold, it's a, I guess, the earnings or whatever that happened that month. But Microsoft sold 1.6 million Series X's and Series S's. And then they said that Sony sold 2.4 million PlayStation 5's within the first couple weeks to a month of these consoles being out. Now, both console manufacturers, they say that this is the biggest launch of their respect respective brands. Um, so, of course, you know, take that with a grain of salt. They say that about every console launch. And so pretty much it just seems like there's a high demand for these consoles worldwide. There you can barely find them on store shelves. Um, if you do, like you better go ahead and get them right then and there if you were thinking about even getting one within the next month or so. Because they're just gone like that. Um, so and then, like I said, there's been issues. I know with my Xbox, um, I know... I was telling Shane that my Xbox, when I was playing Call of Duty, my Xbox Series X would kind of shut down and restart itself. Uh, it, uh, it, it'd do that, and then like it'd just come back up, and I would jump back in the game, and everything was fine. Uh, it, it did that a couple times until people found out that it was actually called. I figured it was Call of Duty. People, of course, was trying to blame Xbox. No, I figured it was Call of Duty because it didn't do that with any other game. I think it did it once with uh, NBA 2K, but it was mainly Call of Duty. And it only happened about five times since I've had the consoles. Um, so a lot of people were having issues with uh, the consoles restarting or just um, them just pretty much bricking. They, they were saying Call of Duty bricked a lot of consoles, Xboxes and Playstations. So there's been a lot of issues going on. Um, Shane, do you know, uh, was there, did you want to talk a little bit more about the issues? What have you been hearing? Uh, I've been hearing a few different things, uh, mostly involving Call of Duty uh, for actually both consoles. Uh, just mm -hmm. uh, either the game freezing up or, especially with, the, with, like you said, with the Xbox, I've heard several people say they've had issues with it, but it just being the game. Uh, you know, um, what were the issues with the PlayStation 5 where uh I'm trying to think where uh with the save with the save files or something like that but I, I had a buddy of mine who uh actually uh has been playing uh, Valhalla on the uh play PlayStation 5 and yeah. he said he, had, he said he had a major issue I don't know if it's uh I don't know if it's the game or really a hard or a hardware issue uh but he said he uh 
He's been playing. He said he got about 30% complete. And uh, all of a sudden, he just uh, would try to load in his uh, save file. And uh, for some reason, it was like shooting through the map. And then, like, the map would be, like, above his head. Like, but he'd be on the screen. His character would be on the screen. But the map would be, like, above his head. Like, yeah. And whatever. And he said he tried to reload the game, re, re, uh, go to different save files and reload them as well. And uh, for some reason, there was nothing he could do to get this problem fixed. And I don't, like I said, I don't know if it's a hardware issue or if it's just actually something wrong with the game. But uh, he uh, he also uh, said, so pretty much the only way he could get it to work, he had to delete all his save files. Like he tried to go back to previous save files and they would all load in the same way. And he said, yeah. uh, so he uh, had to pretty much delete it all, restart his console, and uh, start the game over. <laughs> so he's, he's finally made it back to the point where he was, and he said he hasn't had the issue since. But okay, that's something here more recently that I've heard since the update of fixing the other issues they were having. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you if that fixed the issues with him just resetting everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, yeah, I've, I've definitely been hearing there's a lot of bugs with uh, Assassin's Creed and uh, pretty much the most recently released Cyberpunk. There's like a lot of bugs with the console versions uh, alone, on, especially on next gen systems. So um, those are just a couple of things that we've experienced or new people who were experiencing those issues um, with. So that was issues with my Xbox, with my PlayStation 5. I haven't had any issues. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I, I want to say it's because, well, I don't want to jinx anything, but I, I haven't played it half as much as I played the Xbox because I'm mainly an Xbox uh, centric gamer. But the the PlayStation 5, like I said, I haven't had any issues. Um, the only issues I had is the fact that it just doesn't have as much memory. But that's not a complaint because I'm also running low on the Xbox memory as well. Um, so, like I said, I haven't had any uh, issues with the PlayStation. I actually, they were saying that the PlayStation was having issues with keeping it in standby mode, and they advised people not to put it in standby mode. But I've kept mine in standby mode. The only issue that I that I was worried about was the fact that I haven't touched it in a couple days in standby mode. And usually, when it's in standby, it shows like a little orange orange light to let you know it's in standby that light was completely off so i was like hold up did my system just cut off by itself like so i was afraid that it might have just bricked itself or something but i just turned it back on and it booted right back up and everything was working fine uh so so far i haven't had any issues with the playstation but i haven't had i haven't did a lot of hands-on on the playstation yet as i did with the xbox now, uh, with the PlayStation, I want to go ahead um, because we'll talk about this for a while. Now, retrieving the PlayStation, I want to tell you guys this. It's a long story. I'm going to make this a uh, long story short for you guys. So when retrieving the PlayStation 5, man, that was a bizarre thing. 
I went there. I woke up early because just like when I had to secure my reservation for the Xbox, I knew I had to get there early to secure a PlayStation console because the store where I'm uh that I that's on base where I'm actually stationed they were selling consoles like physically not online so they said they were going to have 60 PlayStation 5s so I was in line I got there I had to get there super early I got there earlier than the Xbox and there was already a line and I was like 38th in line and then come to find out when the stores was opening they said they only got 45 in so we were like oh man so there was only 45 and or 48. I'm sorry. So I'm like, OK, well, I'm 30. I'm 36, 38 or whatever I was. I'm good. You know, so as we get there, they hand out tickets to say, hey, yeah, here you go. Here's your ticket. You don't need to stand in line once you get this ticket if you don't want to, because this ticket guarantees you a console. So we're like, OK, cool. Well, there's been a lot of chaos because everyone wants the PlayStation 5. Like the store was opening, of course, people were coming in and out of the store because we got there before everything opened. You know, they sell other things other than consoles. So people were there actually shopping, going to like these little uh, fast food restaurants that's there. It's like a little mall. And we see like extra people, like people's wives or spouses or significant other others was in line holding. I'm like, yeah, my, my husband's at work right now. I'm just, you know, he wanted the PlayStation, so I waited in line for him. So when the time when nine o'clock came around, people's husbands were coming and, you know, getting in line with their spouses or what have you. So we're like over here, like, hold up. He better not be a person. You know, nah, he wasn't here this morning. You know, people are, you know, watching, like making sure nobody jump in line. Well, there was an issue. Everyone saw this one person in line and we were like, we never seen him before. So we're like, okay. So when uh, like we brought it up and there was people defending him like, no, he's been here earlier. Duh, 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 duh. And I'm like, OK, you know, I'm in line. I'm going to get a console regardless. I got a ticket. Well, as soon as we get there, we had the tickets for about an hour before they let us in the store to purchase the consoles. When we got there, you know, we were walking in. It wasn't a single file line because they said they had two lines open. So you can go in this line and pick up your console. Or you can go in that line and pick up your console. I waited in one line and, you know, being impatient, it looks like the other line is moving quicker. So I jump out of my line and jump into the other line. So I'm last in that line. And then next thing you know, I see the line that I was in. The person I was behind was at the register paying for his console. So I'm like, I should have just stayed in that line. But I'm like, hey, we're all going to get a console, you know. So with that being said, we get there to it's like three of us left and they're like, OK, how many more people we got? We only got two more PlayStation 5s. We looked at each other and I was like, it's three of us. And they're like, huh? They're like, no, we only got two consoles. And I'm like, well, it's three of us with a ticket. So they look. They like stop everything, looked at the tickets that's been handed to them. And unfortunately, somebody made a fake ticket. Because it was a, a ticket anybody could have made. Anybody could have took it to their house within that hour. I said that we had it, took it to their house, scanned it, made a copy, and, you know, give it to them. So that's exactly what happened. We think it was that person that skipped the line. Um, and, you know, being in the military, that's like the integri integrity check, uh, and all kinds of breaks, all kinds of Army values. So... 
But anyways, yeah, so somebody made a fake ticket, so one of us was not going to get a PlayStation 5 console. Well, it came down, since I was last in line, they were just going to go give it to the first two people and tell me that I couldn't get the console. So I'm like, oh, heck no. I'm like, I was here before the guy, this guy right here. I'm like, well, it was like, okay, okay, we'll check the cameras. So they checked the cameras. Like all three of us are being cool about it. We're like, man, this is messed up, man. Like we're not arguing over no PlayStation 5. So, but the dude next to me was like, yeah, he was, I think you were here before me. So they looked at every, they looked at the cameras and they said, yeah, you two guys were here first. We apologize to the other guy, you know, uh, let us get your name and number and we'll go ahead. And when we do get one in, you'll be the first person we call. So he was a good sport about it. And he walked on out. I was so close to being like, hey, man, I got the Xbox. I'm just getting a PlayStation, you know, to help out with my podcast and stuff. I was like, I'll let you go ahead and have it because he had the accessories and everything. Had a couple games, the controller. Um, He had uh, the headset and everything. And then he had to put all of that back. And I was just getting a console. So I was like, man. But I was like, man, I waited here long, too. I didn't wait here for nothing. So I went ahead and got it, and hopefully he got a PlayStation 5 now um, because I know they've been getting some in stock here recently. So hopefully they called him and blessed that man. Um, But, yeah, that was my crazy, bizarre story. Like, I almost didn't get one is what I'm pretty much telling you guys. And I already know. I already told Shane that story. Uh, I just wanted to let you guys know. so yeah, so that that's how it was. That's how you know the PlayStation Five is the hottest commodity in gaming right now. Um, so because I've actually seen a couple Xboxes on store shelves, uh, but they don't last there that long either. But I have seen them. PlayStation Five, I haven't seen one in the wild yet. Mm-hmm. All right. So and that comes to my other point of this topic is that. There's going to they Xbox has officially came out and said that there was going to be shortages of the next gen consoles, probably not until spring of next year. And there's been rumors that PlayStation was saying pretty much the same thing, not until like February or March, that there's going to be shortages of these consoles. So if you're trying to get one for little Johnny for Christmas or uh, Rebecca or anything like that. Yeah, you're probably uh, good luck with finding one. I hope you do and make their Christmas magical uh, or the ho- their holiday magical. So uh, with that being said, um, I also want to go ahead and point this out, too. Now, since they're hard to find these consoles, Xbox actually admitted uh, that they started production late on these xbox consoles because they were waiting on a component from amd um so they actually started later than playstation when the industry thought it was backwards they thought xbox was ahead of the game and they were going to have a lot in stock but it was the other way around playstation that's why they sold more because there was more for them to actually pump out than it was with xbox um and shane i also want to go ahead and talk with you i know i've been rambling on a lot um there has been a lot of people well with like digital foundry and a bunch of uh gaming industry websites and things it comes to find out even though xbox is a little bit more powerful than the playstation 5 it seems like third-party games are playing better on the playstation 5 what do you think about that have you been seeing that 
uh, yeah, I've been seeing that as well. <clears throat> like I said, I watched a, a comparison video of the new Valhalla and, uh, uh, you know, with the, between the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. And, uh, I mean, I, I could definitely notice the difference, uh, you know what I mean? Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I, the way I look at it is it's still in the beginning. You know, I feel, I feel like none of these games, especially third-party games, were specifically designed and made for these next-gen consoles, even though, you know, they try to say they were. Most of them are, you know, available on all four systems or how many ever systems, all, you know, that previous gen and this current gen, you know. So, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, that's also holding these games back as well. Uh, You know, now, you know, give it a while, I say six months, you know, next year, uh, you know, when they start pumping out all these, you know, AAAs and better games. And uh, I I feel like, you know, once these studios have time of working with the Xbox and also the PlayStation 5, then I feel like we should be able to come to a more conclusion on – uh, which one actually, you know, is showing the better, better performance or is actually the more powerful console. Um, you know, right. it, it would really suck to, you know, see Xbox, Xbox be outperformed by PS5 when Xbox's whole, you know, model has been, you know, the powerful, most powerful console, 12 teraflops, 12, you know what I mean? So it would just, it would be kind of, I, I, I guess... You know, embarrassing. Let, yeah, embarrassing and and a letdown. You know. Yeah. So, uh, so with uh, that being said, do you? So why do you think this is happening? Why do I think this is happening? Uh, yeah. Just because of the architecture of both the consoles, I just feel like that. <clears throat> you know that these, like I said, I just feel like these. For one. I feel like people, the developers had more hands-on and more time with the uh, P5 as to the Xbox. As like you said earlier, like everyone had thought that Xbox had been, you know, in works. I feel like the developers actually had the developer console of the PS5 way before they actually received a Xbox one, you know. So I just feel like they had more, they just had more time to learn you know, like I said, the architecture and everything. Uh, and I just feel like, you know, once things get their hands on, once after the, you know, like I said, coming up this summer, if it's still the same way, then we, Xbox, we got problems, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and you actually made a point because I'm going to tell you what uh, a lot of people have been saying. Um, it, it also, I, I agree that the PlayStation 5 dev kits have actually been in the developer's hands um, way longer than the Xbox because it makes sense why the Unreal Engine, I think it was five, uh, the un, the Unreal Engine five demo was like with the PlayStation five tech and during their PlayStation five brief or their conference that they had. It makes a lot of sense because they actually had the hands on that kit first and that technology and stuff like that to develop that demo reel. If you remember that happening earlier uh, with the uh, demo, the tech demo that they had. So and then also, like you were just saying, they said that Xbox was waiting for, I guess, full RDNA 2 
to be put in their console. And so that means like, like you were saying, like once they sent out those dev kits, it was later because I think that the AMD didn't release that stuff until I think August or something like that. So, so, um, so yeah, I totally agree. This is, this is what a lot of people has been saying. They were saying exactly what you were saying that just give this a year. They were like, if we're still seeing the same issues a year from now, then that's when we should worry about it. But people, of course, are having fun uh, and making fun of how Xbox is touting to be the most powerful console. And then PlayStation 5 is running these games way better, better performance, and they look slightly better on the PlayStation 5 compared to the Xbox. So I think that kind of backfired on them a little bit. But they thought it was a big enough risk or like a good enough risk to wait for AMD to release those parts or the components or whatever it is uh, that they were waiting to make sure that Xbox, you know, would be an absolute beast this generation. Okay. But yeah, so that's definitely everything I wanted to discuss. Was there anything else you wanted to add to the uh, the new generation of consoles, Shane? Well, that sounds about sounds about sums it up for me. Okay. All right. I like that. All right. So that was uh, our hands-on impressions and just a lot of news regarding uh, the new generation of consoles. So we're going to move on to the next topic. All right. So the next topic we're going to discuss is the Video Game Awards. Uh, The Video Game Awards happened on December 10th. And this pretty much was a big deal because there hasn't been a lot of announcements for video games or anything big for video games since, uh, I want to say, July or August, um, if, I'm, if I'm mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. But we, they went ahead and did the annual video game awards, and they went ahead and gave out all these awards uh, for the developers working very hard, especially a amongst the pandemic that's going on. So a lot of them deserve these uh, awards that happened. But of course, the biggest one that happened was the Game of the Year Award, which was actually, let me see here. No, I don't have the list of the nominees, but I know it was Animal Crossing, The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, um, Hades, uh, that's four, they had... Oh, man, I'm drawing blanks. But yeah, they had a bunch of games, of course, that were well deserved, deserving of the award. But they went ahead and gave it to The Last of Us Part Two. So regardless of what I think about that franchise, I do believe that it was supposed to win this award. uh, Or I'm not upset that it did win this award because Naughty Dog does exponentially well with creating video games the visuals the sound the art direction the stories they do their they do the thing so congratulations to them uh what do you think about uh them winning the award shane do you care or not care or do you think it's deserving uh honestly i can't give a accurate uh opinion on this but i mean i've heard a lot you said the last of us two is what one yeah 
Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard a lot about that game. Uh, I've also heard a lot about the, a couple few games, the Ghost of Tsushima. Um, so, I mean, from what I've seen going on in, in, in the field and whatnot, I mean – I mean, it's, it's deserving, you know, like I can't discredit them for it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because like I said, they people have definitely been talking about, it's definitely been on my radar, uh, but me being the true gamer that I am, but also kind of cheap, uh, you know, I normally try to wait on these games, like as you do as well, uh, you know, to uh, maybe catch them on sale or get a deal on them or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then go back and play, play them, you know, because as gamers as we are, you know, it's, you can only play so many games at at one time. You know what I mean? You can't really juggle eight different games, you know. And I like to complete stuff, so I normally have, you know, maybe two or three games I play, you know, and keep things yeah. in rotation from there. So, uh, but, yeah, I definitely think it was well-deserving, you know. Okay. Yeah, definitely, man. It's <laughs> to – pretty much comment on you saying about waiting for games to go on sale man it's just gaming today is just totally different like there's just so many games that come out each day like you you can't say that you couldn't say that about 10 20 years ago there's literally a new game coming out at least almost every day so like it's just too many games to try to keep up on so yeah that's why i I tend to wait unless it's a game i really 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 want I'll buy it day and date. But yeah, so with the Game Awards, um, I I was thinking that Animal Crossing had a really good chance of winning it because I feel like it had more of an impact than The Last of Us Part Two. Um just because like I feel like it reached more people. It probably sold more than The Last of Us Part Two, to be honest. But I understand it's probably a lot more to reconsider on what is game of the year. So congratulations once again. And I also want to talk about, like I said, this was pretty much like E3 as well, because there was a lot of new game announcements and just gaming announcements in general, especially since Xbox went ahead and shot the uh, industry of announcing the Xbox Series X at last year's Game Awards people had high expectations of more announcements to come this this year's so even though there wasn't a new console revealed at the game awards there were a lot of game announcements um let me bring up so let me bring up the a couple of the big ones that were actually announced i'm gonna go ahead and start off with one of the big ones that a lot of people are thankful to finally get confirmed was that the the quadruple a studio the initiative at xbox finally revealed the game that they're working on and yes it is they are working on a perfect dark game they went ahead and showed a little cgi trailer or uh, people were saying is it really cgi we're going to call it that because it didn't show any gameplay they showed a trailer and it pretty much confirmed that yes they're working on a perfect dark and it's coming back so Shane, did you see this? What do you think about that? Uh, yes, actually, I did see this. Uh, this was all over Twitter, all over YouTube. Uh, so I definitely seen it. Uh, I, I'm actually kind of excited for it, man. I, you know, and uh, it's been a while since we had a perfect dark, and uh, you know, I just feel like 
that there's just so much they could do with it. Uh, plus, you know, I'm into those stealth type games, and uh, that's what they're saying. This is pretty much going to be like a stealth tech type game. Uh, you mm-hmm. have to figure out, you know, how to maneuver this environment using yourself and the different tools that they're going to provide for you, which we haven't really seen what that's uh, been capable of. As far as the trailer, uh, the, the world looks like it's going to be a, f- a fun little environment to actually explore and go in. Now, we you know, have to wait until we get a little bit more and maybe see some gameplay to see what actually all can be done and whatnot. But uh, it's it's definitely on my radar. Yep. For sure. Like, I'm just, I knew it was going to be perfect dark. A lot of people were upset. They're like, oh, before this was even announced, it was rumored. People were like, man, I hope it's not perfect dark. Like, I want it to be something brand new. But I'm like, why can't it not be perfect dark? When was the last time perfect dark was relevant? Like, this is, this game is new to a lot of gamers, especially now. Like, the last perfect dark game that was relevant was the first one because the sequel wasn't even that great. Right. That perfect dark zero or. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think that one was a big letdown to people, but the first one was the hit. So. Yeah. And that was coming off the success of the golden eye too, or sure. the, the for 64. Yeah. Correct. Great. So that was like, yeah, it was a big deal. So it, the, if you haven't checked out that trailer, I would definitely go ahead and check it out. Um, it, it, I don't think, it, you know, it might not show much to some, but just watching it, it, just the vibe and the tone of it is giving me good vibes of this game. And like I said, if you haven't looked at who's who's actually staffed or working for the initiative, it's a lot of big name people that worked on God of Wars, Uncharted, worked on Horizon Zero Dawn, who worked on uh, Halos, who worked on Red Dead Redemption 2. A lot of big names that Microsoft took away from these other studios to put into this quadruple A studio. So there it. This game should be promising, and I guess it's hard to, you don't want to overhype something, but it's going to be kind of hard to do that when this is like the first quadruple-A game, whatever a quadruple-A studio is. All right, so that's one announcement there. Uh, They also went ahead and they showcased uh, a little teaser for the next Dragon Age game which hopefully this can redeem Bioware, which we know that you know, the last two games that they uh, released was the Anthem that didn't do so well. And the last Mass Effect, which was Mass Effect Andromeda, those were not the highlight of games that they're known for. So they announced the or they showed a little teaser for the next Dragon Age and the next Mass Effect. They went ahead and showed more about the Mass Effect trilogy and then also pretty much showed an official teaser for the next Mass Effect game, which is going to be a direct sequel from the main trilogy. So a lot of people are happy about that. Um, do you have anything to say with those franchises, Shane? Are you into those? Or what do you think about Bioware trying to redeem themselves? Actually, uh, man, I'm, I'm out the loop on, on both of those, on all those. I, uh, haven't really got into any, either one of them. I have one or two, but by the time I had, you know, got back into gaming and tried to, you know, get into those games, they were already on sequels or, you know what I mean? So 
you know, like that I, I really, you know, you know, Mass Effect, I definitely think is something I would definitely like or get into or play because, you know, I, I like, uh, uh, you know, Fallout type games, uh, stuff like that, you know. So it's mm-hmm. definitely across that genre. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I thought I would definitely be able to get into it, but I just, sometimes I just, you know what I mean? I'd be afraid to, I guess, get into a, a game series after so many have came out and I just, have kind of been left behind and seen, you know. Yeah, no. Well, that you you sound like a good customer for the Mass Effect trilogy, the pretty much the remasters for them. So that might be something you would want to check out if you were interested in of even jumping into the Mass Effect world again. Right. All right. So, but yeah, I think it's a good thing that they're doing. A lot of studios are starting to do that. They try new things, and if it doesn't pan out, they tend to go back to what made them special in the first place. So it's good to see that Bioware is doing that. They're going back to the main story of Mass Effect and their last good game was the last Dragon Age, Dragon Age Inquisition. So there's high hopes for this next Dragon Age. All right. So those were announced. Um, There's this new one called um, a game called Back for Blood, which is pretty much uh, made by Total Rock Studios, who created Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2, or at least uh, developed the game. And of course, as we know, Valve do not make um, three games of a good franchise. They always stop after the second one. People have been dying for a Left 4 Dead 3. Well, Turtle Rock went ahead and said, hey, we're just going to go with somebody else, which is Warner Brothers, and we're going to create a successor for the game. Of course, they can't name it Left 4 Dead 3, so they named it Back 4 Blood. (laughs) So they used the number four again like they did, and it looks just like, you know, if you're a Left 4 Dead fan, this is very exciting for you. And it got me excited because I think Left 4 Dead was so under, it wasn't even underrated. It was a great game at that time. So I'm super happy about this game. I can't wait to check it out. Um, also there's another game that's created as a successor of the Dead Space franchise, uh, which is called the uh Callisto Protocol. I believe that's what it's called. It has this scary vibe, as you would know, from the Dead Space franchise. And it the creator from the Dead Space franchise is actually creating this as well. So uh, I think his name is Glenn Schofield. So he created a new studio and they're creating this game. Uh, Also, the Elder Scrolls Online, they're going back to Oblivion, baby. They went ahead and went back to Morrowind and they went back to all these other, they brought in a bunch of other expansions for this game. And they went ahead and announced that they're going back to the world of Oblivion, which was the main Elder Scrolls that I fell in love with. Uh, what do you think about that, Shane? It brings you back. It brings back memories, don't it? Oh, definitely. About definitely, man. You know, uh, I believe you were the one that put me onto Oblivion. Or was it Steve? Either way, I one of you all put me onto it. And uh, man, I fell in love. I forget that I fell in love with Beth. Bethesda after Bethesda after that. <laughs> Bethesda after that, you know what I mean? But uh, you know, like uh, I love uh, all the Elder Scrolls, man. I, um, 
That's just that's the type of gamer I am, you know. Just but those type of games, man, you just get immersed in the world of those games, and you just you play and play and play, and just getting up in age as I am, you just it's hard to find the time to invest, you know. We have we have real lives, you know. But yep. uh, I'm definitely excited, man. Like I said, definitely brings that nostalgia back, and uh, you know. So I think I think we gotta, you know. Good, you know, good things are coming to these consoles here within the next year or so, you know. Yeah. So the it's just crazy because us getting into Oblivion, we are, and that's how it always was. We called that we never called it the Elder Scrolls. We called it Oblivion. Like, yeah, man, Oblivion. We got to play Oblivion, just like how people do Skyrim. They call it, yeah, Skyrim, Skyrim. So it was like. We were like, yeah, man, they need to. I can't wait for Oblivion Two to come out. Like that's how we call the <laughs> next Elder Scrolls, right? Um, but and I still like refer to it to this day. I think of that franchise as Oblivion. But it's crazy because when we played Oblivion, I remember you and Steve and I. We all three were saying they need to come out with the MMO of Elder Scrolls, and they finally did it back in 2014. And it's been. I, we haven't got into it because, like you said, you know, we got older and we, you know, don't have as much time to invest in games like these. But this is like it's still going strong. Like they went back to Morrowind. They added these other uh, expansions to other worlds that were, are probably familiar and new worlds that like I, I think we really need to look into the Elder Scrolls online and see about jumping into it and. Um, you know, investing it. This might be a new game for us to actually, you know, start getting into. Right. Definitely, Especially, man. I definitely agree. We we need, we need to check it out. Uh, some time, you know, because I've all I've been, I I played uh Skyrim. I you know I played just about all the Elder Scrolls and uh haven't beaten them all, but I've played most of them, and I've always always fell in love with them, even though you know they might not have all been appraised as much. I even had started playing the online, and uh, like I said, I just, you know, I was around the time I was kind of out of touch with gaming and whatnot, but, uh, mm-hmm. like, now I'm back into my old self. I'm actually, you know, I have a supportive, you know, uh, significant other in my life who actually supports me playing games and doing the things that I like, so, you know, she actually, I actually get free time to be able to play and whatnot, you know, she actually has a great time of uh, helping me play these games <laughs> with, uh, you know, helping me navigate. And, oh, what is that over there? Or you miss something or, you know, so we actually enjoy playing together. So, you know, with that being said, you know, I just I, I, got, I have a lot of a little more time to play. You know, actually, some days on my days off, I actually can put in an eight hour game session and things be OK, you know. So she she's a keeper <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, so that, so that's good, yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm happy that, you know, we are able to figure it out, and, you know, make time for gaming cuz that's what you got to do when you get older. Is to actually juggle your time and, you know, you got to have family time, uh gaming time, you know, and all of that. You got to just work time, you got to do it all. So all right, yeah. So definitely, hopefully, we could jump. We probably need to go ahead and download that and see see what's going on in that world. 
All right. Uh, so and another game here. This is the last game. They there was a lot of games that they announced, but the last big one I want to talk about was the this is for my oldest brother, Steve. Um, They went ahead and announced or showed a new trailer for Arc 2. Yes. Which which it looks the if I know it was a CGI trailer, so I can't really confirm anything, but they got big name actors in this. They uh, Vin Diesel is going to be the star in this new game, Arc 2. And it just looks it uh, it just looks amazing, at least what they're trying to achieve with this game. Like I said, it's CGI, but um, I know the update from last gen to this gen of the first arc was a big step up and like i said i know my older brother steve he actually tried to get me into the arc world but it's a lot you gotta learn um so it's happy to see that they're coming out with the arc too i know he would be happy that's probably something we would all try to you know dabble into and seeing you know if that's a game we all can invest our time in and stuff like that so i know he'll be excited to uh hear about that if he's listening to the podcast if he doesn't know about it already which i'm sure he does of course. <laughs> right. So, but other than that, that's actually everything that, you know, I wanted to talk about. Um, I'm really excited for that Left for Dead successor, um, that the Dead Space successor. And of course, you know, the Perfect Dark for sure and the Dragon Age and the Mass Effect. Like I said, all of these games I just mentioned were big surprises. And the thing about that Arc 2 is that it's a uh, PC and Xbox exclusive for right now. It might change, of course. But Xbox is helping with the, I guess, I'm not going to say they're helping out, but they're definitely a part of the Arc 2. So that's awesome. All right. So with that being said, that's all I wanted to talk about with the Game Awards. We're going to go ahead and talk about our final topic. All right, so the last topic we're going to go ahead and talk about, just real quick, I just wanted to bring this up. I thought it was uh, that interesting enough to uh, bring up, but um, there was Xbox's CFO said in an interview that they wanted the Bethesda games to either come first, play better, or best on Xbox. So that just brought that comment just brought up the speculations of what is Xbox and Microsoft going to do with the Bethesda franchises and everything? Are they going to bring them to competing consoles or are they going to keep them exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem? Because as we all know, Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, or he was saying that uh, he pretty much said that they didn't need to release games in other plat on other platforms, but they will decide if they will put it on other platforms on a case by case basis. So that could mean a lot of things might come to Xbox first. And if they see that it didn't really sell well, then they'll go ahead and put it on PlayStation or they might just release it multi-platform. Who knows what they're going to do? They're just going to take it on a case by case basis. And with the xbox cfo commenting what he did what do you believe shane what do you think is going to happen with the bethesda franchises i know we talked about it before on this podcast but with this comment what do you think uh well with this comment being said 
it's kind of like they, like you, like you said, this could mean a number of things. Uh, I just think that uh, from where the deal hasn't went all the way through, that they can't really come out and say, hey, we own this and we're going to, these games are going to be exclusive only and this game's going to be exclusive only. I think they're waiting until, you know, the acquire of Bethesda Studios actually goes fully through to break some people's hearts or give some people some good news. Uh, I feel like yep. some of these games are going to come to both. And I mean, as far as Xbox owning them, most of them are going to, well, not most of them, all of them should be on Xbox and PC anyway. So therefore, they really don't have to uh, release them on uh, PlayStation 5 or PlayStation or Nintendo as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do I see them doing so? Yeah, some games are going to be on all the consoles. I feel like I feel like most of them will be on uh, either uh, like time exclusivity type thing. Maybe come on on Xbox and and PC for a year or so. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Sony's doing or whatnot, and then uh, you know eventually release. And I just feel like you know their main focus is to make sure like the game plays the best and you know and the most main focus is on their devices and their you know ways of playing so uh like i said it's, it's kind of vague man so it's kind of like uh what do y'all really mean you know what i mean <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right wants to know. it sounds like one of those corporate answers you know what i mean of course i mean he's just pretty much speculate he he's probably speculating too like you know, their main focus is like if for some reason there is something in the deal saying it got to go to other platforms, we want it to come first and play the best on Xbox. Right. First and foremost, you know what I'm saying? I do feel so, like it'll, it will be some franchises that will be exclusive to own Xbox. It only makes sense for them to do that. That's what's going to boost their game pass. It's what's going to boost their set. You know what I mean? Like yep. to make some of these big hit games, you know. Now they gotta, they gotta, you know, recoup that seven billion. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> how much ever it was. I'm sorry, I don't know, but uh, yeah, nope, yeah, it was, was right. Yeah, okay, but uh, they gotta, they gotta recoup that in some way, shape, or form. And uh, so I feel like you know, putting some of them on PS5 makes sense, but for some of them, don't. Now, do I know or can I speculate on which ones they would do that to? I don't know. Do I have like an Elder Scrolls or something? Do I feel like it would be best for that to be on all platforms or just exclusive? Um, I mean, I can see the pros and cons to both. So, I mean, I, I don't really know what they're going to do here. You know, like I'm just right. kind of waiting to see until the acquisition goes fully through and these games start dropping. Yeah. Like, like I said, I've said multiple times on this podcast and to you, you already know how I feel. I feel like, hey, you know, maybe the big games like um, the Elder Scrolls and Fallout, Microsoft has games that are pretty much like that. So why not have the next Elder Scrolls and the next Fallout come out on PlayStation? Because I feel like Xbox, they have the Outer Worlds, which, you know, it's pretty much just like the Fallout, you know, it's pretty much is a Fallout clone. Yeah. It's made by the people who created Fall or who actually worked on a Fallout. Then they um Xbox has Fable and that upcoming Avowed to, you know, it's pretty much uh Elder Scrolls. 
So why not just have those big two big franchises release on PlayStation as well? But of course, day and date on Game Pass, right. you know, or or have some kind of perks for PlayStation. Because like we were saying, like I know we we want you know things to be fair, but it's working for PlayStation of getting these exclusivity deals. Shoot, Xbox started it, you know. I want to say, True. but you know it's working. Like they just announced that there's um, this new game. I think it was Project. Athea or something i forgot what it was called but one of the games that was showcased at playstation's uh showcase uh this summer it was project athea i think it was like the next final fantasy or something like that um that's actually being like that's a two-year exclusive for playstation and we're like oh man like sony's killing it with trying to show their you know, people who invested in their ecosystem is reaping the benefits. Xbox needs to start doing that. So they need to come hard. I know they want to play fair and stuff, but they need to come hard. So that's why we're just very, like a lot of people are just very passionate. They want to see that same work that Sony's putting in on the Xbox side. So, but yeah, so that, that's that like we said we don't know until the acquisition actually is completed sometime next year so uh, we'll eventually see i definitely see bethesda games being on all platforms but like he said either first better or best on xbox you know and they could do whatever they want to do you know they they spent 7.5 billy <laughs> for all those franchises and stuff so hey all right so but other than that, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. I'm pretty sure that will not be the last time we discuss it. So uh, was there anything else you wanted to mention, Shane, before we go ahead and wrap up the show? Uh, Kind of off topic, but just some news to throw out there. I actually uh, seen a video on where uh, Unreal is actually starting to uh, develop uh, an inter- a user interface for... Uh, car uh for car for cars so uh i mean i was kind of excited to hear this i mean i don't know if that means is they're gonna start bringing games to your car who you know who's gonna be gaming yeah. in your car but, <laughs> <laughs> but i mean hey you know i just you know but uh they're starting to uh, invest and do some work on uh you know car user interfaces you know all you have all these new cars these days are having uh you know these big touch screens in them and uh you know, these displays and whatnot. So uh, I just kind of was kind of a little excited about this. This is a little something extra to throw in there. Uh, so I was kind of a little excited to see, you know, what they brought to the table. I mean, they actually, you know, have, uh, you know, some experience in, in, in this type of, you know, thing. So I just, you know, really want to see what, what they're going to contribute to it. And, and if that means that you're going to be able to play, you know, your games in the car or, <laughs> or yeah, <whatever>, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I did not know that. I'm glad that you brought that up. That's very interesting that, yeah. so you, you, when you said unreal, you mean Epic because Epic owns yeah the unreal, uh, unreal, engine. unreal engine. Yeah. yeah. They're, uh, they're developing a, uh, yeah, they're developing, okay. uh, user interface for cars, which it, it will probably yeah. be like kind of like more like modular. Like, cause you know, every car is probably going one to, add their brand and logo and their type yeah. of for it, but they're creating the platform 
of the user interface to okay. car companies to be able to, you know, the, to be able to use the screen and be able to, you know, drag and drop stuff and do, you know, interact with your vehicle. So, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's very interesting. See, that's what I'm saying, man. The, the future, man. So, okay. All right. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, it's right off the top. That's uh, really sums it up. Anything I can think of. Okay. I know you, since you said that, it made me think of, uh, I did have, I did want to talk about it, but we ran out of time was, uh, I seen where Netflix went ahead and launched a, I guess a TV service or something like that on their platform in the UK. So I think it was like, yeah. So if you, you know, if you didn't know what to watch or anything like that, you could just go to the TV channel of the Netflix and it plays just shows like, you know, of any show and you're just, you'll watch one episode and then it moves on to a different show. And you can be like, I really like that episode. And let me check out that series. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, I thought that was very interesting. I'm like, yeah, that is cool to just, you don't know what to watch. Cause they already got the random feature where you could just press play and then it'll play whatever. whatever but right. yeah, this one's pretty nice to throw. It's like an old school vibe. You just turn it to their little channel page and you just jump into a show that they're showing and you're like, Oh shoot, this actually looks interesting. You know? Yeah. You know, or have, yeah, have that playing in the background or something while you cleaning up or something, you know, like old school, you know, you be cleaning up the TV be on, you know, so that I thought that was pretty neat. And I would definitely test that out if they brought it to the uh, U.S. market. VPN, you just, you just get you a VPN. <laughs> oh, so yeah, exactly. We do it all the time. We uh, ch- try to check out and see what, you know, because, you know, there's some content that's not available, uh, you know, in the U.S. that it's available yep. in other, you know, regions. And uh, you just turn your VPN on, turn your thing to that region, then boot your Netflix up and uh, all our stuff show up, appears, you know, so you actually get access to all that stuff, which I think is pretty neat. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to definitely... Um, help me out with that or get me up to speed with the VPNs. Cause I know that, trust me, I've been hearing that a lot. I know that's been going on for a while, probably late to the game or whatever. So yeah, definitely. I'm gonna have to link up with you so you can help me out to, you know, get me up to speed with the VPN stuff. For sure. It's pretty simple, but we can definitely do that. No problem. All right. Okay. So I'm glad that we actually, um, we had some stuff because usually I like to give the listeners a little bit of news before I wrap up the show. And I thought that was perfect news. The Epic create uh, using the unreal engine to develop user interfaces for cars and the Netflix coming out with a TV show or TV channel, I should say. All right. So we're just going to go ahead and wrap up the show here. All right. So, uh, of course, we went ahead and I'm gonna give you a recap of what went down. We went ahead and talked about the new generation of consoles, hands-on about the consoles, uh, shortages, uh, any issues and things like that. Uh, we went ahead and talked about the Game Awards, um, the Game of the Year nomin- nominee that won, which was The Last of Us Part Two. Um, we went ahead and talked about the new gaming announcements and everything that happened. Um, and also we went ahead and discussed the comments of Xbox six X 
Box's CFO pretty much saying they want the Bethesda games to at least be first, better, or best on the Xbox ecosystem. So uh, that's all we wanted to share with you guys this episode. Thank you for you know joining us and listening to us ramble about the things that we love to talk about, which is video games. Um, like I said, man, we got big things, or I have big ideas coming to this podcast. Eventually, we are going to uh, I'm going to try to do the video format. I know a lot of people prefer to watch uh, podcasts, the videos to podcasts, and, and they're not really big on audio, but I know there's a big community for audio as well. I'm one of them. I like listening to podcasts in my car when I go to work, go to the grocery store, or headed to the gym or what have you. Um, so yeah, definitely we got big things coming. Um, I just hope that you guys are enjoying the holidays. Remember to go ahead and, uh, subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, Anchor, uh, pretty much, uh, all major podcasting platforms. So make sure to check us out, share with your friends and family. Um, you can go ahead and follow me on Twitter, which is at Donnie Trace. D-O-N-N-Y-T-R, the number three S. Go ahead and follow your boy. Uh, you can go ahead and talk to me. We discuss any video game related news, tech tech related news, anything. I dabble into sports and talk about movies and all kinds of stuff. So go ahead and follow your boy. Um, Shane, where could the listeners get in contact with you or Get involved with you. Uh, I can be reached, or you can contact me uh, on Twitter. That's at Turp Tech. That's T U R P T E C H. Uh, I've been having a little issues here, so I haven't been like so on my Twitter like that. But uh, I'm trying to I'm getting everything back in back in the flow of things, and uh, I'll, uh, I'm trying to you know engage more with our audience. And uh, we'll definitely got some things in the works up and coming with the. Hopefully, we'll uh, be able to start doing the live uh, videos. Hopefully, not necessarily live, but eventually go live. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, visual aspect and then start being able to go live so we can really interact with our audience. But, uh, yeah, you can reach me at Turp Tech on Twitter. All right, you heard it from the man. Go ahead and follow us both on Twitter. Like I said, go ahead and share, subscribe, and leave a review if you can. It'll really uh, help us out. And we appreciate you guys just, you know, taking the time out to listen to this episode. Um, Of course, this may be the last one until the new year because I know it's the holidays. Everyone's busy um, doing a lot of things. So definitely, um, if you don't hear from us, happy holidays to you guys. I hope you guys enjoy it. Stay safe. uh, And you guys will definitely hear from us very, very soon. All right. But of course, it's been fun, listeners. It's always been real. But until next time, never stop gaming. Oh, thank you.